This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, quite pleased to have you with us here on this Tuesday afternoon. I hope you'll join us. 360-676-5464 is our phone number. We'll take your comments, questions, ideas, opinions, what have you. And especially if you really don't like me, call and tell me why. I I can take it. That's what our show is all about. It's about your opinion. And uh, mine slips in here and there, as uh, any good host would do. But uh, as the as the voice guy said, it's all about you. And uh, let's get rolling. We got a we got full lines to start the program today, and we haven't heard from Rod in Bellingham for a while, and he gets us rolling. Hi, Rod. Hey, hey, how's it going? Is this, so, are you say are you dedicating this as Whoop on Joe Day today? <laughs> oh well, if that's what people want it to be, that's fine with me. But uh, not be, not be really. Be careful what you <laughs> yeah, be careful what exactly. you ask for, Joe. <laughs> I hear that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, now I was just gonna kind of. Uh, I'm just curious how the audience feels and, and whatnot. There, um, you know, I've been. Uh, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, really, but it's going to sound like it. I mean, for probably two decades now, um, since Governor Locke, well, since Governor Locke was in office there, I've been saying that China is not our most favored trading nation, and I'll kind of leave it at that point there. But um, depending on where you get your information from, it seems like on the left side of the fence, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, we don't hear a whole lot. Or, or the subject is not harped upon that China is our enemy. And yet, when you go on the right side of the fence for your information, that's almost, you, you hear almost nothing but that now. And I'm curious how the audience feels and, and, and how you feel, too, about which is which. Is China going to be a problem for us, or are they not? And I just was going to keep it simple like that, though I know yeah. the subject is not simple. <laughs> yeah, true. And um, well, I, you know, I see conflict with China reported on. I guess regardless of what um, news source you're looking at, I guess some maybe are a little more alarmist than others. I, I don't know that the term enemy though is the, I. It's it's a little strong and maybe a little scary, at least as far as I'm concerned. I mean. Can you imagine uh, a military conflict with China? How horrible that would be, and I, I something that I don't I think, want to imagine it. Yeah, but it's, it's something but I, that I think almost seems inevitable. Well, I don't know Depending that it's on where inevitable, you get your information and I think from. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I mean, we have to stop to think about it. You know, you know, the just the consequences of of warfare with that country, but also with. Uh, all the, rest the, of the world. well, and all the financial ties we and the rest of the world have with China, and um, I, it would obviously would it would be just devastating to the to the entire planet. Really, I mean, it would it would be uh, it would be something that um, well, maybe you know most of us weren't alive during the Second World War uh, during a, a global conflict like that, but uh, it would certainly be akin to that, and well, something you, you and I, I think we want to avoid. To... You and I are old enough to to have heard some people that did serve in that war. I yeah. think. Oh yeah, and absolutely. So we were we were fortunate enough to hear those stories. But it was and a I whole had, different time. There yeah, was a there was a really interesting exactly. article in the Seattle Times yesterday about these uh, about these uh, the Marines that are conducting these um, training exercises down in California using Marine bases. In California, as uh, de facto islands that you know off off of China, if there were a conflict with China, and and how how warfare has changed in uh, potential warfare, especially with a, a highly technical enemy like China would be, and uh, just the fact that I mean, just the simple act of using a phone or a radio could open up a, a soldier or their their group to uh, to a sudden attack. And uh, and it's just, I mean, just just where we are now compared to even you know the Vietnam era or even the Gulf War era for that matter, as far as uh, technology, it's just it's just mind-boggling what 
what could happen? I mean, you look at what's happened in Ukraine. It seems like it's pretty low tech, but if you're in, you know, involved oh, no. in two, <laughs> two, I mean, relatively, but if you're yeah. involving the United States and China, I mean, can you imagine what the what would be involved? What what kind well, of uh, uh, weapons of war would be used? It's interesting. You, you as you bring that up, I'm reminded of something quite ancient. Well, maybe not so ancient, but we've all heard the story of the Trojan horse, and it's like. That in itself, I think, would be key in a war between, I mean, between us and China, or anyone else in China, or anyone else between anyone else for that matter, where victory could be achieved through a Trojan horse of some sort um, via a technology. And I think that's something that we really need to pay attention to. It's funny how, you know, human nature hasn't changed much, but technology has, and yet, I think war still depends on the Trojan horse, whatever form it takes. Yeah, which wouldn't so, be kind of yeah, wouldn't be soldiers pouring out of a out of a, a, a false idol, but rather a program. Know, yeah, yeah, virus <laughs> yeah. and uh, unleashed a computer virus or something. That's why we need to really you know, protect our our infrastructure for sure. Yeah. Especially, well, I thought yeah. I just started off with some kind of some kind of conversation like that, and right. how we get our sources and whatnot, and keep doing a good job, Joe. Take care, and uh, everybody have a good day. Good to hear from you, Rod. Thanks, yeah, thank appreciate you. it. Right. Let's go to uh, Rich in Ferndale. Hi, Rich. How's it going, Joe? Doing well. Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, Rod was asking. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We could end up with a war with China if they start supplying weapons to Russia. That could be a very real possibility. I don't know how we would deal with that. Would we immediately stop trading? Would we have to cut ties with Apple and all the junk made by for Amazon that we buy? I mean, if they start supplying weapons. So the other way we could get into a war with China is if they invaded Taiwan, because mm-hmm. the last couple of years we have the United States has vocally said we would defend Taiwan. Yeah. So, I mean, those are kind of spooky possibilities, and there's rumblings of, China possibly supplying weapons to Russia, and that would just talk about a balloon deflator. That'd be like, wow. Yeah. We've done business with this country for many years, and now they're going to arm a psychopathic dictator. I mean, that's kind of not good. That's what the world don't need. Hopefully that don't happen. That's just extreme. But anyway, so I had a question for you, because I know some people don't like to hear the host's opinion, but I am very <laughs> curious what you think of the new footage of the shaman porn guy walking around the Capitol with five, six police officers, and it looks like they're on a tour. I wonder what you thought of that. I I haven't, did you see that? I haven't seen the specific video. I, I, I read about it. I read an article about it. but um, I sent you a I, link, and there should be a video I'm, with oh, it. It's okay. really weird. I guess I, I'm not shocked that um, out of, what, 40-some thousand hours of video that uh, were supplied to Fox News and to this particular host that he would go through and find video that would be favorable to his argument that he's put forward before that this wasn't uh, the same, this wasn't the insurrection that uh, has been portrayed by others, but... Um, Right. I, 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 I guess you know, I, that's what I figured would happen anyway, and uh, it, I guess it'll it'll fuel the debate now for a while. But then, uh, where is this all going to lead? I mean, what's what, well, ultimately so what's going to come from it? I it's I, a good point you made about the video footage. There is a lot of it, yeah. and you could probably make the argument that aliens were involved if you found <laughs> you a weird piece of blurry maybe. footage, yeah. and that's all you put out. Or for so, a haunting, I, I you know, little, yeah. <laughs> I was a little surprised, though, because these guys were nonchalantly walking with him and talking, and then he said a prayer on the vice president's spot on the podium there. I can't remember what you call that up front. Yeah. Thanking the police. I mean, it was weird. And the police were just standing there BSing with him, and, you know, why didn't they put handcuffs on him? There was five or six police and only one dude with horns, and there was no other... It was a hallway camera footage, right? Security camera. So there was no uh-huh. like person videoing. They were just walking around, and it was caught on. And why didn't that come out sooner? I mean, that's you'd think that'd be pretty important to the overall context of everything that happened. But well, I'll take it, a look it, at it's it. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, it's just strange. That's all I got today, all right. Joe. All right, Rich. Thanks for calling. Have a good day, Joe. Uh, you too. And now uh, we go to uh, John in Ferndale. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. 
Um, well, you know, the footage of people not doing stuff before they did stuff or after they did stuff, you know, while we're watching footage and we're not seeing or hearing the audio of the officers say to the QAnon shaman who had a weapon, a spear that the flag was mounted to and a bullhorn around his uh, waist and a microphone and his cohorts were, were just feet away. And they didn't want to start something because they were outnumbered. Um, Dennis Prager is backing up Tucker Carlson, and he says that the January 6th is exactly like the Reichstag fire. Now, I don't know if you know your Reichstag fires from your Kristallnacht fire uh, stuff, but this happened uh, February 22nd or 27th, 1933. And this was where this communist guy, right, is a 24-year-old Dutch laborer, uh, uh, was at the scene. They caught him. He's the arsonist. Now, Dennis Prager says that Kristallnacht, or that uh, the Reichstag fire is mm-hmm. just like January 6th, but the, when you look into it, there was just one guy who started the fire, and he wanted to start a revolution, and he was a communist, right? So, so in, in Prager's mind, And what they're trying to paint it like is that, oh, Joe Biden, uh, like, you know, uh, is is acting like Adolf Hitler. But what happened after the Reichstag fire was that's when Adolf Hitler put in all these laws that violated everybody's rights, the right to assemble, the right to free speech, everything else. Uh You know, um, speaking of dictators, Ron DeSantis down in Florida, he just did a thing that Vladimir Putin did in 2014, where he's going to he's having bloggers, right? People who are on their com- computers, you have to register. If you're going to say anything about the governor, you're going to pay a fee. And if you say something bad about about uh, 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 Big big Daddy Ron, oh, you're going to be in for a fine. I mean, this is clear violence. Now, he'll do this until it gets knocked down by a higher court, or maybe not. If it gets to the Supreme Court, they go along with it. Who knows? But it's like, this is Vladimir Putin's playbook. People who want to call Biden a dictator, get out of here. You're so lost. You you got okay. the orange guy, right? And his minions at, at CPAC saying they want to eradicate. That's Hitler language. That's Nazi language about what they said. Just that word alone. Okay. Right? Eradicate uh, transgenderism. Well, uh, yeah. What, what does that mean? Eradicate transgenderism. I, We're gonna yeah, go hunt I, down every every person who. I mean, you know how? It's just like it. That's what the Nazis did. They targeted these these peripheral people. We're like, well, I'm not transgender. What do I care? Okay. This is just what the Nazis did. <laughs> All right. So, you know, please, before you start throwing that stuff around, you know, look at your orange Fuhrer. Okay, John. All right. And uh, there we have that. And we'll be back in just a moment. We got other folks on the line. We want to hear from you. Whatever is on your mind, we'll take your call. 360-676-5464. Spring is on its way. And for you, that may mean a change in jobs or settling into retirement. Hi, this is Marcia Neal at Vibrant USA. If this spring you find yourself between jobs with no health insurance or planning on retirement and moving on to Medicare, then learning about your insurance options might be one of the most important steps you can take for you and your family. Give Vibrant USA a call at 866-733-5111 and put us to work for you. All-time pizza. Now open in Linden. You'll find the freshest ingredients serving up the tastiest pizza, wings, calzones, salad, sandwiches, and breadsticks every day. At All-Time Pizza's lunch and dinner buffets, you can indulge in a mouth-watering variety of delicious pizzas, fresh salads, and more. Feeling creative? Build your own pizza with All-Time Pizza's endless selection of toppings. All-Time Pizza. Come find out why it's the talk of the town. Off Bender Road in Bender Plaza. In Linden at alltimepizza.com. When you make Spring Creek by Bonaventure your home, you're not only getting the retirement of your dreams, the simplified lifestyle you deserve, and a spacious suite, you become part of our community. At Spring Creek by Bonaventure, new neighbors become best friends. Book a tour at retirementperfected.com or call us at 360-746-2432 and discover what it means to live life on your terms. Come in today and learn how we can save you thousands. Once again, that's retirementperfected.com. 
You need a job. You need to be at the CRG Job Fair Thursday, March 16th from 2 till 6 p.m. Presented by the Cascade Radio Group and HireMeWa.com. Multiple employers, multiple industries, on-site, ready to hire, including the United States Postal Service, LFS Marine, Lifeline Connections, Madomi Manufacturing, Whatcom County, and Cascade Radio Group. Solid pay, good benefits, training, many offering hiring bonuses. One day only, Thursday, March 16th from 2 till 6 p.m. Meet employers ready to hire, all at one easy-to-find location. The Four Points by Sheraton in Bellingham. From sales to service to skilled labor. You need a job? Come to the job fair Thursday, March 16th. Talk to employers. Apply on site with JTI Commercial Services, the City of Bellingham, Bellingham Police and Fire, Skagit Speedway, Unity Care Northwest, Aloha Laundry, the Silver Reef Casino Resort, Groundbreakers Northwest, and many more. Job fair happening Thursday, March 16th at Four Points Sheraton in Bellingham. Brought to you by Cascade Radio Group and HireMeWa.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for being with us on this Tuesday. Let's go to Michelle in Bellingham. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. Um, I still think you ought to get your PSA people to have that I'm a pervert uh, soundbite put out. I'll get it together. <laughs> yeah, you will. You talked about people people who want to hit on you. Holy Moses, you're going to be in trouble. <laughs> yeah, true. Anyway, I thought I'd make you smile. Um, I, uh, I wanted to talk today about the – we had a big sell-off on the stock market today, $575 uh, down – or, you know, 575 um, points is what I'm trying to say, uh-huh. uh, you know, on the Dow. And then that was after Jerome Powell, the Fed Reserve Chairman, who, um, you know, is, is doing such an in- incredibly rabid job on trying to get inflation down. I, I approve of some of it, but not all of it. But anyway, Powell, I'm an economics person from college, and I know this stuff. And Powell um, made a comment that, I don't know if he said we were having three more after the one they increase in late later this month that they're meeting in late March, or if it's going to be if that makes it four or three including March. But anyway, the stock market took it terribly and just dropped like a rock. And the reason for this is um, I um, I coped just fine with inflation. Granted, the gas was a pain in the butt because there was nowhere you could buy cheap gas for several months. Uh, well, there still isn't anywhere to buy it the way it was, say, when Biden took office. It was, I think it was two twenty nine a gallon, something like that. And, of course, it's a lot more than that now. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, the uh, part of that, of course, is the Ukraine war. But, uh, you know, Powell is is rabid. I mean, he's almost fanatic about getting interest down to 2 percent. Well, this reminds me of Paul Volcker in 1981 and 1982, Ronald Reagan's first two years in office, when um, after he got elected in November of 80. And and Volcker, you know, was, you know, so determined to whip the uh, inflation stirred up by Nixon, Ford and Carter in the 70s. And it was terrible in those days. And Mm -hmm. since then, we've had nothing even remotely resembling what Powell's done. And what Powell's done is just really, really hurt uh, people like me who had fairly high run up, fairly high, um, you know, credit card rates or credit card bills. And bills because um, during the pandemic, uh, I still traveled, but a great many other people didn't, and a huge number of people, um, you know, were um, stuck at home. And then here comes 21 and 22, and uh, you know, especially seniors with that wanting to see their families and you know all this stuff. So anyway, huge numbers of people. There, it's my understanding. I'm not sure the exact number, but. I believe I read recently that credit card usage has gone up higher than ever yeah. in the last, you know, it, it's record, some incredible Record increase. amounts of uh, credit card debt, yeah. And, right, and that is be, that is destroying the economy for a lot of people. Now, for me, the amount of money that I personally had to pay out every month in less than a year, um, you know, it was like a huge amount more. And and it cost me it cost me all kinds of financial problems, and so what I did and here's my tip, what I did was I took advantage. I've been a member of three credit unions. I still belong to two of them, and I took advantage of a, a special offer that WECU W E C U made. Our I guess that's our probably our our most uh, 
has the most offices in Whatcom County um, of any credit union. And they made a special offer on deducting a full point of interest, which is a pretty big deal these days. And so I combined, uh, I consolidated three of my four uh, of all my debts, I've tried to have most of them on fixed uh, rates, auto and house and stuff. But there are some debts, especially credit cards and home equity lines and these kind of things. You cannot fix those, um, you know, unless you run them up so much. And here's my tip. Cre- uh, WeQ agreed that they would consolidate three of my four debts. They couldn't do the home equity line of credit. Okay. But they agreed they would consolidate three into a bigger loan. And I would get an interest rate that was less than half of what I was paying for all this money. And so not only will my payment go down once, a month, I'll make one payment a month for these three loans, and that that's great. And then my payment will go down. But also, um, you know, it'll take only four years to pay off, whereas if I was – my credit cards would take, oh – your you life. know, depending on how Your much lifetime. I was paying. Yeah, exactly. Well, it would take a minimum of somewhere between 8 and 12 years. Yeah. And that that would be as if you paid a substantial portion on the But the interest rate is over half less, yeah. over okay. 50% less. And so I want people to know out there, most of our callers on the show here are obviously over 50. Many are retired. Many are on fixed incomes. Many probably, like I, uh, rely on a certain amount of credit when we travel and whatnot. Right, and right. so I just want our – now, I didn't give up my credit cards. I still have them. But I'm going to try to be frugal, and I'll try to work it out and pay them down too is quit not let them run up too much anymore. But the thing is, just want people to know that credit unions – I won't – I'm not trying to favor one over – it's just the one I belong to, right? But credit unions – all of them in Whatcom County, and there are many that advertise on KGMI uh-huh. over the years, right, uh, even right. now. Yeah. I recommend that you d- go into your credit union, go into a credit union, go see what you can do to consolidate some of your, your n- loans that are not fixed rate into fixed rate loans. See if you see what you can do to yeah, help yourself. For Folks, sure. You need to do this because and once well, again, I don't want yeah. to sound like a communist, but but you know I'm not. But the thing is, our that's, that's a joke. But, but for sure, nobody hates it more than I do. But anyway, the point is that um, a lot of our people are um, suffering, and it's because of the. I believe that many of the capitalistic outfits in this country have taken advantage of the pandemic and yeah. the uh, and the last year and the inflation and the war and all this other stuff. I believe there has been greed like I've never seen it in 40 years. But, well, okay, you but know, there are ways to yeah, there's a ways to to take your take the power back. And thanks Michelle. So take take yeah. my tip and, and treat please folks help yourself. That's right. And uh you know there are other ways too. There are credit cards that um if that will uh offer you say a year, year and a half, maybe two years of uh, interest-free if you uh, do a balance transfer, and uh, depending on your credit rating and all that, of course. But uh, there are opportunities to help pay off those credit cards that uh, that are out there. Because yeah, those those bills just uh, are the things that. Uh, like a friend of mine told me, they, they keep you awake at night. That's for sure. Thanks, Michelle. Let's go to uh, real quick. We'll go to Jim in Bellingham. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. How are you? Good, good. Yes, I was on TV and I saw Jamie Dimon quoting, being quoted about investment opportunities for his bank in Texas and I believe in Florida. Uh, everyone and supposedly he's, uh, he's Citigroup. Is he? Is he? Or, Chase Manhattan. Chase Man. Okay, Chase. Yeah. Okay. Yes, and uh, so Hannity does that a lot too. Yeah, so everyone's moving out of these blue states. And uh, one thing I used to look at a National Geographic mag uh, uh, atlas. It was a nice, big, uh, big, uh, great big book. And National Geographic is not known to be liberals or leftists or anything like that, if you know what I mean. And uh, but they published the per capita income of the world countries and each state in our country. And of, of course, it's uh, you know the blue states are by far in the way have the higher per capita incomes. And as Gore Vidal said, Europe is richer and more prosperous than us, and they've been known for high taxes. Not the taxes are good, but in a certain way, uh, if they if you pay someone the right thing from tax money, 
for doing good behaviors or, or just to help you get through school or, uh, you know, have a job that's subsidized. In many ways, do it. We, on this uh, country of ours, we spend an inordinate amount of money for the military. Uh, it is. It's sapping. It's sapping. It's hollowing out the empire because the, the, the corporations that have overseas business, and we still have many, many uh, bases over there, they take the taxpayer money to build weapons and uh, guard their uh, um, investments, and the taxpayer here gets nothing for it. You know, it all goes to the, the corporations. So uh, okay. naturally, what I w- would say, too, is I think uh, Michael Parenti believes that this long neoliberal kind of uh, depression, uh, debt bubble, all sorts of crises is leading to the third worldization of everywhere. And, uh, you know, he, one point he makes, too, is that uh, why is it that the United States worker, the blue, blue-collar workers especially, why will they, they, why don't you work for 17 cents an hour like they do in Indonesia? You know, and then they, um, is it because you're so much more self-respecting or is it because you used to have a, a class power, an organized class uh, politics that would fight for high wages and all the things that go along with that, not to denigrate the social issues like racism and sexism and, uh, you know, homophobia and all that. Those all right. used to be okay. a big tent. And so anyway, that's okay. my spiel for the day. All right. And I thank you for letting me uh, talk. All right, Jim. Thanks for your call. And uh, and I, you know, I think part of it too is, uh, I mean, I think industrialists in and the United States realized and fairly early on that uh, they needed a market to sell their wares to, and and so the population needed to have uh, the uh, the capital to invest to buy cars, to buy things for the home, to buy homes for that matter, and uh, so that required. Uh, a decent wage, and um, and that seems to just kind of go hand in hand. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, we got Robert on the line. We'll hear from him. We want to hear from you too. Three six zero six seven six five four six four. KG Mike and X back in a moment. COVID nineteen has tested our communities in unthinkable ways. In the face of crisis, Puget Sound Energy has given over eighteen million in bill assistance to customers impacted by the pandemic, and together with PSC Foundation, gave four million in community grants for COVID relief. All the while, PSC continues to lead on clean energy with a goal to reach beyond net zero carbon emissions by 2045. It's part of our commitment to doing what's right for customers and communities. Together, we're creating a clean energy future for all. Learn more at PSC.com together. When it comes to your vehicle, trust is everything. You need to know that the work being done on your vehicle is done right, done fast, and done for the right price. Bellingham Automotive has been serving and servicing vehicles 30 years. 30 years of proving they are in it for the long haul, earning that trust. You've got places to go. Bellingham Automotive is going to keep helping you get there. Call 360-676-5200 to schedule your appointment or visit bellinghamautomotive.com. Northwest Energy Systems has been your local leader for heating, air conditioning, ductless, and conventional heat pumps and gas fireplaces since 1976. Stay comfortable all year long. Plan ahead now to look at credits needed for new construction projects or what rebates and incentives are available to upgrade your existing home. Call Dan or Chris at 360-734-HEAT or visit northwestenergy.com to learn more. Northwest Energy Systems, over 45 years serving the Pacific Northwest. Staying connected with your community each Saturday at noon with KGMI's Community Connection as local business leaders share their expert advice. Sponsored by Vibrant USA, Pacific Security, Lighthouse Mission Ministries, Feller Heating and Air Conditioning, and Columbia Fire. Community Connection, Saturdays at noon on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Don't worry about your furnace on the coldest days of the year. Talk with West Mechanical, your independent train dealer, about replacing your old inefficient furnace with a train comfort system. Today, find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. 
taking your calls live on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. That we are. And let's go to Robert in Bellingham. Hi, Robert. Hello. I got to thinking that the, the blue state may be more economically uh, prosperous because of innovation as one thing, just being modern and innovative. But I was going to call about the drag show situation topic that came up yesterday. I've been to a few drag shows, and some of them I actually find I get a little bored at because I'm not much for movies and entertainment. I tend to like to participate in things. So I go where there are a lot of drag shows to dance. Oh, okay. I like to dance quite a bit by myself. Uh, there's a, a place, several places in Bellingham that have da- dancing, and there's a drag queen that's the DJ sometimes. And it, you're, you'd be amazed how intense the energy is. It's, it's like a fitness program for me. I, okay. I don't drink much, but I just pay the cover charge and go in and dance. And there's another person who's my age, who's over 60, and we like to go and dance together. And we have a good time, and we're on the crowded dance floor, and some of the conservatives don't like masks. Well, I'd say, well, there's nobody with a mask on in there. Okay. Um, I'm okay with masks myself. I think it's a... Well, and to be fair, I think, you know, like the law in Tennessee, I don't think it would ban a drag show in a private club or uh, a a DJ in a private club being dressed in drag. As far as I understand, it's in public places. Um, So just to make that clear, um, and obviously... When you're in a club, you're you know they're they're not in drag in front of uh, in front of kids, which is another concern I think conservatives have about the about the expression. Yeah, I can understand that some, I, but I think there's a lot of negative and sour thinking out there, and I, I enjoy the energy. And you know, I've been to Gay Pride too. We have the Gay Pride parades in Bellingham, and people dance down the street, and it's it's. I yeah, think it's good well, for health. That's a, and that's and another area, yeah, that uh, that would probably be banned as far as I can tell from what uh, they passed in Tennessee as uh, parading, say, in, in drag, uh, that that wouldn't yeah. be allowed or would be considered to be a crime. And I and I, I guess, you know, I, my, my point is it's not that I'm crazy for drag shows or – I, but the, I think the issue is that, you know, these culture wars, they are tug of war between two political sides and one. And but then ultimately, you know, there there are real people that are caught in the middle of this and people whose whose lives are really affected by these laws. And directly, all the rest of us have these abstract discussions about these issues. But there are real people who are struggling with with issues or are expressing themselves in ways that um, that find themselves uh, all of a sudden at the center of this, and and their lives are impacted by this kind of uh, kind of law yeah, or I by this a, debate. So, just uh, I think a lot of the like the pride parade is a lot of fun and it's healthy, and there are kids there. There's a lot of kids along the street that, and the balloons and all of that. And I just think people, you know, I ride my bike and it keeps us healthy. And I just think people need to enjoy life a little more and realize that, that there's a lot of color and a lot of life. All you right. know, like some people complain that the pandemic closed all the businesses. Well, most of the businesses in downtown Bellingham are open. The art walks are happening. Restaurants are busy and people are dancing and in the parks or wherever and having a good time. All right, Robert. All right. Thanks for your call. Okay. All right. Let's go to Jackie and Anna Cordes. Hi, Jackie. Hello there. Um, I'm just really floored that the uh, nobody seems to give a darn about the tapes that uh, Tucker Carlson is showing. I knew you wouldn't be watching them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, two things I want to point out. Um, it seems like a couple of the people called already. They poo-pooing it like, oh, you can make something out of nothing. Well, uh, sorry, it's on tape. You know the officer that they claimed was killed, that uh, the insurrectionist killed? His name is uh, Brian 
Sick Nick. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, they, the the press and everybody, they immediately said he was killed by the mob with a fire extinguisher. He was hit on the head, right? Well, and the tapes yesterday showed him walking around just as alive as could be after they said that he, after the time that they said he was killed. Well, he didn't so die until a, the next day, and the and then the and the, the you know. But the, he was walking around. He was right. fine. And, the, uh, and, he, was and he was the he was found to have have suffered strokes that um, that were found to have he he was found to have died of natural causes. Your, yeah. Well, your, they said that he got hit in the head with. Well, the, I know that was that, Yeah, that was. Yeah, that's okay. False. Okay, and then uh, did you but, notice the but guy I mean, that? But aren't you, aren't you concerned though that people who doesn't matter who they supported what their what their cause was that people attacked the center of, of our government wasn't doesn't that uh, I don't know doesn't what that, about the risers the well, run down police stations and everything cops just yeah the, the I people mean, just let them go and Kamala Harris she set up a fund to set them free pay their bail. I don't, don't you know think about this is that, a but, oh, but yes. did, I, she didn't pay bail for people who are actually actively she rioting said, or destroying property. Yes, but, she did. You know, they and, were arrested. Okay, yes. all right. I, but all I right. still think... Second, okay, go ahead. Second thing I wanted to bring up was that fella on the tapes, well, it was all all in the news, a, a, sort of a tall, heavy set, not heavy set, but tall, younger guy. He was inciting them to go in. He was talking to the crowds outside. Go in. We're going to storm and everything. Well, his name is Ray Ebbs. And all of a sudden, he incited them to go in, whoever these people were that did storm. And I'm not saying that some of them didn't do a lot of damage. But he egged them on. All of a sudden, he disappeared. And nobody's, the authorities, nobody looked for him to this day. Nobody's concerned about this guy. But the fellow that was dressed like a Viking, somebody talked about him today when they called. Uh They showed him for the longest time. They were showing him all over the place. They were welcoming him. He was very peaceful and quiet, and the, the police officers were fine with him. He was not doing a thing. He's rotting in jail for four years. Well, he wasn't, as far as I know, he wasn't charged with a, a, a crime of violence, but with uh, with trespassing and with uh, interfering well, with an official. Around. Well, they were, but if you look at it, it's like, like a police officer or a security officer would walk with somebody who has agreed to, okay, I'll I'll leave and I'll I'll go quietly, and they no, escorted he was him. him around. I well, okay. I yeah. looked I looked at the video because uh, one of our listeners, Rich, had sent me the video, and I I was looking okay. at some of the video during a break. But I, my yeah. point is still that this was this was an attack on our center of government. It doesn't matter who did it or who who they supported. The bottom line is that it was a violent was attack a, on Congress and and on our capital. Okay. It wasn't Trump, right. and they've wasted millions of doll of our taxpayers' dollars and years of getting nothing done but destroying our economy, which they're doing a fine job. And okay. right. uh, to, in order to get him in jail, so uh, right, it just floors me that people just closing their eyes to this. So okay. anyway. Well, thanks okay, for your thoughts. Thank you. All right, yeah, have bye-bye. a have a great day. Let's go to to uh, let's see who's on. Let's go to Michael in Linden. Hi, Michael. Hey, Joe. How are you today? Doing well. Doing well. What's on your mind? I, I just have to comment with last caller. Uh, one thing that nobody's mentioned about the Shalman guy from the Capitol after he was led around by these police officers and they were all in the Senate area. He actually got up there. First thing he says is, hey, I'm not going to let anybody disrespect the place. And then he led the whole crowd in prayer for about two minutes. They held hands and they had a prayer. Officers, protesters together. 
And that's something that they've never shown. What about, you know, unity and us all coming together and that? Wouldn't that be a great moment to show Americans all coming together in unity, holding hands with the police officers and saying a moment of prayer? Uh, well, that that would be good, but that's not. But that's not the majority of what happened that day. But anyway, go ahead. But uh, the thing, the one thing I want to ask you is, what do you or Democrats actually consider a democracy? And, and the reason I ask that is because we know Ukraine banned eleven political parties. We know that they censored their press. And I don't know if you realize how Zelensky came into power. They actually did have an insurrection and overthrew their freely elected government that was elected by the people in 2014. They had a protest that was called the Ukrainian Maiden Revolution, which, of course, actually was helped and funded by U.S. taxpayer dollars. So we're overthrowing other governments in other countries and interfering with democracy, much like we did in Iran before when we supported the Shah, much like we've done in Afghanistan, much like we've done with Saddam Hussein. I don't know if you remember when we used to support Saddam Hussein with our tax dollars and our weapons and all our funds. Yeah, well, uh, in, you can't, you can't, uh, it can't be denied. Ukraine has been in the center of this push and pull between us and Russia for uh, quite some time now. And uh, we did support that revolution, as I recall. Zelensky was not installed in that revolution. He was elected in 2019 to the presidency in Ukraine. But um, And um, what's happening now is, uh, what's that? It always seems like the U.S. supported puppet is the one that gets elected. I remember in Afghanistan, they were talking about how women are finally given the right to vote, and suddenly they picked Hamad Arzi, or, you know, the guy that was handpicked her from the United States to be their leader. The Iraqi coalition government that has to rule behind the green zone because people keep firebombing it. You know, that, I, I just don't understand how that's considered democracy. Yeah. You know, and I don't think that that's what we're supporting in Ukraine either. And I think if people would look a little bit more into how Zelensky came into power and how we took out somebody who was elected, uh, that's not democracy. That's uh, America once again interfering, just like they did with Marcos in the Philippines, with Somoza in Nicaragua, with uh, the Shah, with Saddam Hussein. We have a sordid history of doing this over and over again, and we need to stop making these same mistakes. All right, Michael. Thanks for your call. And, uh, and I, I would agree with a lot of what you said, but uh, we'll take a quick break. We got other folks. We'll get right to you here on KGMI Connects. We appreciate your input, and uh, we'll hear it in just a moment. 360-676-5464. Attention Whatcom County residents. Whatcom County Health and Community Services wants to hear from you about your experiences with and opinions on vaccines. If you're 18 or older, you're invited to take a quick five-minute completely anonymous survey. The survey will cover all recommended vaccines, including childhood and adult vaccines, tetanus, whooping cough, flu, and COVID-19. Your input helps Whatcom County Health and Community Services better understand the use of vaccine services in our community, why people make the choices they do, and the barriers to vaccine access. The information collected will be used to inform future immunization project planning and service delivery. Your participation will help Whatcom County Health and Community Services to reduce the spread of preventable disease in our community. Your opinion matters. All feedback and insights are welcome. Together, we can make a healthier Whatcom County. To take the survey, visit vaccinatewhatcom.org. That's vaccinatewhatcom.org. This message is brought to you by Whatcom County Health and Community Services. Spring is on its way, and for you, that may mean a change in jobs or settling into retirement. Hi, this is Marcia Neal at Vibrant USA. If this spring you find yourself between jobs with no health insurance or planning on retirement and moving on to Medicare, then learning about your insurance options might be one of the most important steps you can take for you and your family. Give Vibrant USA a call at 866 733 5111 and put us to work for you. Spring is in the air, but this family is in turmoil. Here's mom. Dad? Upset? Well, there's the laundry, the dishes, the floors, the office, the yard work, and PTA, the homework, the soccer, and dance class, and nobody has time to cook a good meal. All right, family, now huddle up. Here's the plan. It's time for old-time pizza. Great-tasting pizzas, calzones, and buffet for everyone in the family. Quick and convenient old-time pizza. Now open in Bender Plaza in Linden. Visit them today online at oldtimepizza.com. 
When you make Spring Creek by Bonaventure your home, you're not only getting the retirement of your dreams, the simplified lifestyle you deserve, and a spacious suite, you become part of our community. At Spring Creek by Bonaventure, new neighbors become best friends. Book a tour at retirementperfected.com or call us at 360-746-2432 and discover what it means to live life on your terms. Come in today and learn how we can save you thousands. Once again, that's retirementperfected.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us, and thanks to Hank and Squim for hanging on. Hi, Hank. Hey, Joe. I just want to make a couple comments. One sure. is about the January 6th deal, and I'm to be quite frank, I'm kind of getting tired of the cable news station saying Republican people, Democrat people, and all that. And what about all the 500 riots that we had? They compare that. For one... The people that attacked our capital were Americans. They weren't just Democrat or Republican. There's people probably both and non-political that were involved in that, and they were wrong. You don't riots are one thing, but you do not attack our nation's capital under any circumstance. And anybody that walked over that fence, whether they're green or blue, they are in trouble because they were doing the wrong thing. And so people need to just mellow out on this Republican, this Democrat, that. There's okay. a bunch of people that yeah. screwed up. Yeah, and okay. the other thing is, is I find really ironic is when those five cops beat that Tyree Nichols, there wasn't even as much as a garbage can started on fire. And when George Floyd got killed, they they tried burning down this country, every major city in this country. They just went, they just flipped out, and then they get, and that was from a guy kneeling on the guy's neck and choking him out, and obviously it was a terrible deal. But then they show five guys literally beating a guy to death, big hailmaker swings and kicking him and batoning him and all that right there on camera. And not one protest, not one riot, not one city got burnt up for that. And that, to me, not that I want our cities to be trashed, but to me, that's a bunch of crap that that was handled that way. And that's how it should be handled anytime a cop kills anybody of any color. It should be handled the person, people need to be prosecuted, but when these people go just because a white cop kills a black guy, doesn't mean you need to tear up all of our cities and burn them down. They need to stop that crap and start behaving like normal people and let our judicial system handle things instead of people thinking they can handle it by out vandalizing our streets and crap. All and right. so okay. they set a good example of how they handle these cops for Tyree Nichols. Well, it should be going that way with no matter what color the cops are. That's how they need to start handling this crap because it's getting old, people rioting and burning crap down over stuff. And I think American people are tired of it. All right, Hank. I appreciate your thoughts. Thanks. Let's go to Connie in Bellingham. Hi, Connie. Connie, go ahead and turn on your radio. I think American people are tired of it. All right, Hank. Connie, on our, on our delay, we do have a delay here just in case there's the. Uh... Hi, Connie. Turn down your radio. You're on the air. Hello? Yeah, you're on the yeah. air. Turn down yeah. your radio. Oh, I tried to shut it off, actually. Um, I was calling about a bunch of different reasons, and now I'm kind of off the track. But the Ukraine thing, I have to agree that uh, I did some research on that a long time ago, and that country's been pulled by both sides, the East and the West, so they really are have been corrupt for quite a long time. And that Burisma company that Hunter Biden worked for, was being investigated for corruption, and Joe Biden got involved there and said unless they got rid of the prosecutor, they wouldn't get their money from the government. So he did what they accused Trump of doing. But that's not why I called. I called because I think I've been following this January 6th for a long time, and I don't know where people get their sources, but I try to get where people have actually investigated. And the reason I do that is I don't know if it was 10 or 15 years ago, they brought a speaker into the Bellingham Library to speak about the newspapers. And I thought, well, I'm going to go there and find out how they figure out what goes on the front page. Well, it was set up for probably a couple hundred, and I think there was maybe six or eight of us there. And so she told the story that she, she worked back east, and she was working, I don't know if it was Seattle Times, but one of the Seattle papers. And they were having a lot of uh, murders, a lot of suicides in Mercer Island. And she decided to do a story, asked if she could. They said she could. And then they weren't sure they would, should publish it because they thought it might cause a lot of problems. Well, they went ahead and published it, and it really caused some really good things to happen. So she asked if she could do a follow-up, and they said no. They said you can only go in this radius because 
you know, there's this month for parking and we need this for mileage. This as far as you can go. We can't do it. And so she said what happened in that particular year is that the papers underestimated the influence of the Internet and 200 newspapers in our state went out of business that year. And so she said we used to have reporters go to hearings, whether it was school board meetings or city council meetings or to our state senates and stuff, and they would get Uh hands-on. But she said that's not what goes on now. And this older fellow that was sitting there, that was probably about 10 or 15 years older than me at the time, he said, well, that really concerns me. And she said, that's what I'm doing. That's why I'm doing this. And so a few years ago, I saw this site, and it had, there was basically six, um, I don't know what you want to call them, six categories that every newspaper, every uh, magazine, every news station and radio is under one of those categories. So it's quite interesting when you know that, that you listen to the news and you think, okay, that's in that category. And so I would warn people, or I would really be curious where people in our city get their information, because I know it's a liberal city, and I'm definitely conservative. But what I've done is I've tried to find sites that do investigative reporting. And through Freedom of Information Act, I've known a lot of stuff that's being talked about this January 6th a long time ago. And tonight they're going to have the police officer, the Capitol Police officer that was there. I know that he asked for... um, he asked for um, Pelosi's in charge, and I think, actually, I wouldn't be surprised if um, also the, the mayor of the city is, a, is a one that has to uh, allow the, uh, what do you call them, the guys to come in that they, that they say Trump didn't ask for or did ask oh, for. Oh, the National Guard? Yes, yes. And he was on shortly after all that happened, and he said, we asked the day before the FBI said there was going to be problems, and we were denied. And so I knew that Pelosi was involved in not allowing that. I also know the guy that was charged in his arms is the one that asked for it. And I read a few years back, he was like in his 70s and he died. So they can't talk to him. But tonight on Tucker, they're going to have the Capitol Police officer. I also okay. know that Ray Ebbs that she was talking about, he had a, a, a well, hat on, well, a we're, Trump hat on. Okay, well, we're, we're out of time, Connie, but I appreciate your thoughts, and um, we'll continue the conversation tomorrow. I guess you can watch the next installment tonight if you so desire, and uh, we hope you'll join us tomorrow, 4 o'clock, KGMI Connects.